welcome to the show and thank you for taking the time to check us out. So this was an interesting story how I booked this uh, latest guest. He actually reached out to me and he said he was a big fan of my show and he wanted to have on his friend Jody Porter, who's the guitarist from Fountains of Wayne. Um, however, when I realized who he was, that he's little Mikey from the Howard Stern show, I was like, wait, you're a fan of me? I'm a fan of you. Are you kidding? Like, I immediately wanted to have him on my show. So if you're not familiar with who he is, he does all the parody songs or some of the parody songs for Howard Stern. And I got to warn you, these songs are very, very dirty. So if you're easily offended, you might just want to skip this episode altogether. But to me, I think he's hilarious. I think his songs are brilliant. And I think he's probably the funniest part of that show, in my opinion. Although I do love the Michael Rappaport talking trash. I love Tan Mom. I think she's fascinating. Uh, but these parody songs, every time they crack me up. And if you like that kind of middle school humor, you can YouTube Little Mikey Howard Stern parody songs and check them out. Hilarious stuff. So it's really a great pleasure to have him on my show and very surreal that he said he's a fan of me. I find that fascinating. Check it out. Welcome, Little Mikey, to the Chuck Shoot Podcast. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. This is a thrill. It's my birthday tomorrow, and this is like a birthday present that you are going to be on my show. I'm a big fan. Thank you. I'm a big fan of you, and you know it's hard to follow up Don McLean, but <laughs> I was going to make a joke about that. I was like, "What a better way to follow Don McLean than with Little Mikey?" Like, I think that's a better way. I, it's great. No, but it's so funny because, like, so tell the story because I I don't know if people are going to believe this. Like, you reached out to me. And you said, hey, I'm a big fan. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you're a big fan of me? Like, I was so confused. I've been, I follow you on Instagram and I've seen, you know, clips of, uh, of uh, your podcast on YouTube. And like, I, I, I like the Bill, Lever the Bill Leverty interview because I'm, you know, I'm a big firehouse, you know, cheese bag from back in the 80s. You know, my first band was a hair metal band. So. Oh, so you, and yeah, so you played in hair metal bands. Yeah, I was the singer. Right? Like I didn't, I wasn't one of the great guitar players that, you know, got really great at guitar. Like I was just sort of, I learned a few chords here and there. And okay. Writing songs and stuff. But And then how do you know Jody Porter? So, cause you, you reached out and you said you wanted to have uh, me to have Jody Porter who I had on. And I'm actually much bigger Fountains of Wayne fan now after like doing a deep dive in their catalog. Their music is amazing. Why did they not have yeah. more radio hits? Right, exactly. That it, it's kind of mind-boggling. But when uh, Adam passed away last year, like I was like, oh, like I've, I had like about ten of their songs in my in my iPhone thing or in my music, and of course one of them was Stacy's mom. But then I was like, then like I just put them on and it's like, wow, this song is great. This song is great. It turns out like. There's like one song that I don't like out of their, I don't know, all their songs. So Wow. And then, then Jody, like, he became like, like, I met him a long time ago. I know he doesn't remember. Which yeah. Was pretty funny. Like, um, like, I never, like, imagined, imagined even talking to him. But, like, his technique and the way his, uh, like, he's so simple, like, in a Tom Petty sort of way. Mm -hmm. Like, he, but he, like, used the greatest effects and he can kick ass too. Like he can wail on a guitar, but he's always like, he plays the right notes at the right time. So like, and it was like, wow. So my songwriting has improved because of that band, because like, they just sort of like, it's been like a, like I've been listening to him since 
Adam died, like just studying them. And I've been like, I wouldn't say ripping them off, but like, I've been, you know, like I'm a better songwriter. They influenced you. Yeah. That's really cool. And then how do you know, I had Craig gas on here a very long time ago. How do you know him? Is that through Stern or through Stern? Okay. I, I don't know. Did he say he knows me? Well, I don't know. I thought I saw some posts of you, you guys together or something on Facebook or. Oh yeah. I mean, I think we performed a couple shows together, but yeah. He's, he's very. So then, and you, you're in metal bands. You've obviously done music your whole life. Did you work in radio before you started doing these parody songs for Stern? I know you work in radio now, but did you work in radio before? Um, I worked in radio in, uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Like I got a job as a, uh, like a research person. Like I was like, like I would call people and like ask them what their favorite radio station was. And like, like it was like a survey. And then one day, like the board operator called in sick. They're like, we need you to board operate. And then the next day the board operator quit. So it was like, I started operating the board and I was already in radio school. Like I was like about, a month into radio school and then they were like you got to start answering the phones and like we were a really great popular radio station and we were called the planet 96.3 and they would play like 90s alt rock when it was the 90s and uh and you would have to for contest they'd be like all right caller number 96 wins the ticket so like you know at first i was like caller number one caller number two but then, like about a day later i was like Hi, you're caller number 15, caller 36. And like, <laughs> I saw doing it, and they were like, you have to go 1 through 96. And I was like, ugh. Oh, you actually had to count 96? Okay. Yeah. You couldn't just fast forward and go, meh, close enough, you're 96. I tried, but they, I got caught doing it. Oh, uh, okay. Doing it the shitty way. So then did, were you laid off at the time? Um, cause th- so how you got hooked up with Stern is you entered this contest, right? At that time, were you laid off in 2008? Um, I wasn't laid up. I was working as a, as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Sounds like a song. Big song. Uh, forget it. That was no, I know that song. I was working as a waitress. Yeah. I'm probably going to get sued if we sing too many bars of it, but. Oh, we will. Oh. All right. Forget it. <laughs> I don't know. I know what the rules are with podcasts, but so, yeah. So you were, you, what were you doing though? You, were you working in radio at the time? Oh, I was working as a line cook in a cocktail bar. Oh, you really? Okay. And then, yeah. and so what was explaining to me the cook? Cause I was listening to Stern a lot in 2008, but for some, I don't remember this contest. It might've been 2007, but it was a, uh, it was the Baba Booey song parody contest. And uh, like I did the entry, like my entry was, should I play it? I don't even know how to play that song, but maybe I do. His breath smelled so bad. <laughs> I don't even know the words. So it wasn't even about Robin. It was actually about Baba Booey. Yeah, Baba Booey. Okay. So then how did you get, how did you? It must be Gary's breath. I don't know how to play that song. So that's what got your, got their attention. Well, it, uh, they played it, and I was like, holy crap, they're playing my song in the Howard Stern joke. But then, then, like, you know, I didn't win. Like, I was in the top 30 or whatever. That's why they played it. 
they played it a couple of times and I was like, wow, it's on again. <laughs> but uh, then about a month later, I was like, like, I should try writing one of these Robin songs. And I came up with this one. Are you going to get sued again? I don't know. We can cut it out. Okay. if we need to. It was a karaoke track. Oh, come on, please. I want Robin's tongue to lick between my balls and my asshole. <laughs> Okay. So wait, you were you the first one to do a Robin parody song though, or was uh was it Eli Braden? Dan the song parody man. Like he was way before us. Ah, oh, okay. So then I you was next I was next after him. And then and then Psych came in later. I think Psych came in before Eli. Mm. Then... Do you not like the other guys though, or are you guys all friends? Well, I love Eli. But you don't like Psych? Now I like him because he's dying of cancer. But what? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. He called into the show about two years ago and said he has brain cancer, possibly. Right? Oh. cancer. Why did you have a feud with him or something, or what was the? Did and I mean, he just like I think he's uh, an enormous talent, but he's like he's great at what he does, but like he's just like so arrogant like he was just like like all of his talent came with oh i'm the best and i'm the great so like i was like no you're not you're not even like your song parody is like you switch two words in your song parody he's like i don't know mm. okay fair enough well, i'm sorry i want to roll all night to i want to fuck you all night like that's two words you know yeah like, a little more but so I guess that's why we got into a fight, but like, because mostly because of his uh, ego. Okay, gotcha. So then, how did you did Stern give you the nickname Little Mikey? Like, and what? Yeah. what how did that come? Where did that come from? Well, uh, I guess I sort of I was playing at an open mic one time, and there were three mics on the bill. So instead of being Mike, I uh, I signed up as. L I L Mikey because little Kim was a popular thing, right? At that time. <laughs> okay. So when I sent my song in, I sent it in as little Mikey. And then he goes, this is little Mikey. So I was like, Oh, well, I guess I'm little Mikey now. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. And then I wish this more, you know, entertaining, but right. So Robin laughs at these songs on air, but how does she really feel? I mean, that has to make her a little bit uncomfortable. Like I'm laughing hysterically, but like for being the person that the song is about, I mean, and as a woman, I mean, there's got to, I guess she does work for the Howard Stern show, show, uh, show. So maybe she's just used to it. Yeah. I guess it's all a joke, but like, I don't know. I mean, it is sort of, I guess we all could be me too at any moment. Do you worry about that? No, but that's what we were doing. We were like, we were, you know, in light of the show, we, that's why we were doing it. So it's not, it's not like we were trying to sleep with her. Right. It's all like a big joke. And at one point, were you writing like one Robin song a day? I was sending in a lot. Yeah. Cause like I was unemployed, like I was on unemployment. So. Okay. And so and they must not, they don't play everything you send. Do they, they pass on some of them, right? They just send the best. Yeah. At one point, like I had like a 90% approval. Like it was like, it was like, I was on fire, but now it's like, now it's like 45% get on. It's like, 
Is it because there's more people doing it though, or is it because I think plus like they took away Robin songs after like they quit doing the news after the pandemic. Like I started writing songs about like COVID and stuff. It was it was like wear a mask if you want to. You know that. Okay, right, right. So a whole year of yeah. COVID-19, so. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's crazy like I heard some clips online and you make you make them laugh really hard. And like with when Artie was on the show, you made him laugh really hard, which is amazing because it's hard to make a comedian laugh. Yeah. And he's cracking up at your song. So tell me about when you first went there uh the morning that you first went to the studio in New York. Because obviously a lot of times you just send the song in, but you've actually been in studio a few times, right? Yeah. Um, I went to uh, Artie's book signing in something square. Was it Lincoln Square? Is that a thing in New York mm-hmm. City? From that York sounds City. right. Yeah, let's go with that. And then uh, he did, uh, it was at a Barnes and Noble in New York City. And uh, I said, hey, Artie, big fan. I'm Little Mikey. He goes, oh, get out of town. You're Little Mikey. You gotta come on the show, and I was like, "Okay, how?" And uh, and he goes, "Meet me at five thirty a.m. tomorrow." You know, in front of you know, gave me the address, and uh, like it was like they did Monday through Thursday at the time. Okay, and I was like, I was about to go home, you know, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I couldn't get a hotel in the city because I'm not a billionaire, so I stayed in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was like 3 a.m. to get there, and like there was so much traffic, like traffic jam. Was like there was New no York, yeah. Get. So like I just started crying and turned around, and my mom was like, "I'll help you out if you want to stay there and stay there till Monday." I was like, "All right." And well, actually, I went into the city because my uncle is there, and uh, like he let me stay there, and I I got there at five thirty, but I like. I guess he didn't quite remember that I was supposed to meet him there. And, uh, and as he was walking in, like I was standing outside and I was like, all right, me, little Mikey. And like, he was wearing headphones, like just listening to music. I was like, Oh fuck. And he walked right past me. Oh shit. And the security guard was like, he was about to kick me out. And I said, could you tell him little Mikey's here? And he said, uh, little Mikey's right there. And he goes, "Oh shit, little Mikey, I'll send you. Some, I'll send someone down for it." So he sent Gary down, and he was like, "Oh no, Ronnie came down. That's what it was." And uh, Ronnie took me up in the elevator. He's like, "The fuck do you want?" <laughs> I was like, oh, "Already told me to meet him here." Did you tell and, him that you were little Mikey? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't care. Yeah, well, he goes, well, he goes. I told him already wanted me to meet him here you know, introduce me to everybody. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the green room and Gary comes in. He was like, so why are you here? (laughs) I said, Marty said, meet him here. I don't know. (laughs) So then like, I'm just listening to the show in the green room. I was like, all right, I guess I'm not going to be on. Huh? And this was the, it was like in the first hour of the show where like, they don't do segments or like, they don't, they don't do guests at all in the first hour. But he was talking about Father's Day and how, like, what he did for his dad that day or for Father's Day the day before. And he was like, "Oh, Robin, somebody I want you to meet. He's uh, he's in the green room. He wants to come and say hi." So I went in there and met everybody and was on the show for about forty-five minutes. And like, it was I was just like I was in 
it was surreal. I was like, what the hell is going on? I was looking around. There's Fred, Benji, Robin staring at me. And Howard's playing all these songs. Like, And you wouldn't look at Robin when he's playing the songs, right? Yeah, it was hard because she was staring at me laughing. <laughs> but it, was, it was really fun. Like, you know, she's always been really funny and lighthearted. You know, she pretends to hate us and she pretends to hate me. But deep down, she loves me. Yeah, because so then you perform for her at the Howard Stern birthday bash. And that was a star studded event. I mean, you got to you said like Rob Zombie and Howard were there and uh, you saw like Barbara Walters and Robert Downey Jr. and John Stamos and all these people. And didn't Mark McGrath come up to you and say he was a big fan? I mean, yeah, it was like he followed me on Twitter the next day. He's like, yeah. he let me know. Like after that, he's like, whenever I'm in North Carolina, you 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 tweet me, man. I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs> I was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> was that nerve wracking though, to perform those songs, like actually on a stage in front of Robin? Like, um, well, uh, not when it came time for the, well, you know, I got a pump from, uh, I got a fist bump from Kenny Arnoff, you know, the drummer. Yeah. He, Big yeah, studio yeah. drummer. Yeah. He played on do, do, do. Do, 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 Jack and Diane, do, 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 no, let her out. Like, a, so, like, you know, the uh, we did a dress rehearsal and a sound check, like a, a dress rehearsal and a, what was the other thing? I guess a sound check. Okay. Uh, we're like, I was sitting like 20 feet away from John Fogarty, like just watching him perform fortunate son and uh there's a bathroom on the right or whatever it's called what's bad moon rising and it was just like <laughs> like wow. what do i do here so like when kenny was done playing he came he was like good luck man he gave me a fist bump i was like you're kenny arnoff like like i went to a drum clinic of his when i was 15 and i was you know i was a big fan then so we're like the dress rehearsal was horrible because robin came down and like nobody was there and it was just us like and like psych was late for the dress rehearsal and they were going to cancel the whole thing, but it turned off, you know, it turned out like we played, but it once it came time to actually perform, perform, I gave myself that, uh, Eminem speech. Like you only got one shot. Like you go, like, I don't even know the rest of the lyrics, but okay. like, you got one. And that, you know, go out there and kick ass. And you just psyched yourself hurt. up and you, just, did you have to drink or anything before you went on there or just, I had a limit, you know, like I didn't want to get blitzed and like have, you know, I had three beers. Okay. Know. That's enough to kind of take the edge off though. Like it's sort of like after you, you know, try to set up an IT tech Google. Uh, <laughs> right. So you obviously, you must've got flown in for that. Like, are you flown into the, to the studio or for events a lot? Or is that just, is that, oh, the, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of times where you actually are in studio, right? Um, they did fly me up one week and like put me at the hotel. Like you can spit on the studio from there, but nice for a week, I would go to the writers meetings and stuff and contribute and really the street thing a few times. Yeah. And you said, you said you've had brief encounters with Howard and you try not to bother him, but I mean, he complimented you and said he likes you. He likes your songs and he's laughing at them. So that has to feel pretty good that the king of all media is laughing at your songs. Yeah, it feels great because, you know, and plus I'm contributing to his show, like, which I think is the greatest show in the world, you know? So, I mean, 
behind yours. Oh, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Thanks. So it's you know, it's, I just feel honored that I'm part of it, and and I get to contribute sort of. That's but. super cool. Yeah. So then, do you do you interact with some of the other like whack packers? Like, is it true that Eric, uh, what's his name, high pitch Eric? Did he make a death threat to you? Like, what was that about? The we were talking to the same girl and like he thought he was her boyfriend oh. and he was like don't ever talk to her again i'll fucking stab you so like actually like this was like after he got in trouble with the other guy for stabbing him or trying to stab him so i was like you know to prove a point like i was i went and filed a police report so now if he ever comes to three oh shit that's some crazy stuff. So yeah. when you're in the writer's meeting, did you work with Benji at all? Yeah. What? Is, so how does that guy still have a job? Like, I feel like I would be in a better employee than he is. Like I heard so many times where like Howard's like, are you late again today? And he's just like, yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm depressed or something. I'm like, well, give me his job. I feel like I'd do a better job than he does. But he, he is a great writer. Like, I is he? That. And he's a really nice guy. In my opinion, he's one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. I mean, as far as a person, but like, do I like his segments on the show sometimes? Not as much, but like, as a person, he's a really sweet guy. But like uh, he, uh, he flew me up to, uh, I don't know, wait, he didn't fly me up. I just went up. But, uh, like, I, I played a gig with him and Alyssa Giordano. Like, like, I opened up for them. Remember when she was, part of the show sort of who like Wait, a, who? Girl, a singer what's her name elisa giordano oh okay i don't i don't remember yeah. that yeah he was like pushing her really okay hard. like they had a gig at the bowery electric and it was like it was packed so i was like all right sure i'll open up and like as i was leaving benji was like i know it's not much you handed me a bunch of money it was enough Nice. Well, that's cool. That's good that he's. So when you do shows live, can you play the Robin songs or what's the rules on that? Yeah, yeah, live you can. You just can't sell them, I guess, unless you get the artist's permission. I don't know. Maybe I'm not even allowed to play them live, but. Yeah, you do it. Like, so, yeah, so some of your songs, God, there's so many. I mean, I'll try not to laugh when I read. I mean, I'm just going to read some of the, like, the. Uh, uh, the, the titles, I think, I don't know. I don't know all the lyrics, but like you do a true color spoof and it's yeah. <laughs> instead of true colors, it's huge utters. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That was so great. I listened. <laughs> How do you think of this shit? Like, does it just come to you as your, or do you listen to old music and then you, and then you go, ah, I think I should change this to this or. I think that's how it happens. Like, I don't know. I guess. I mean, I just listen to music. So, and then I was like, oh, that rhymes with utters, which it does. Utters <laughs> does not rhyme with utters. But utters shouldn't even be a, a compliment in a song. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. And then the James Taylor one, you know, it's like going to Carolina, but it, it, and you change it to, in my mind, my cocks and Robin's vagina. And <laughs> Howard said that one gave him chills when you did that. <laughs> That's a fair one. I'm gonna play that one. Okay. I'll play five seconds of it. Cause... Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are with, but I think if it's a parody, I think there's some sort of parody law. I don't know. In my mind, my cat's in Robin's vagina. 
That's so great. You, you do the uh, the band, the spoof of the band, dropping loads on Robin instead of... <laughs> I can't even say the names of these. T- I'm like a 13-year-old boy at heart. I really do. I think I am. Yeah. What about <laughs> to the tune of the Pina Colada song? You change that one to if you want penis inside. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorites. Artie was laughing really hard when you played that one. That was hilarious. So many good ones. Oh, you know, the, the one that was really brilliant was I think this is one of your favorites or it was somebody's favorite. Maybe Howard's. Uh, you changed love, t- love shack to nuts sack. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> what is the? Did you do a song with Lenny Dykstra too? Which um, one was that? Well, we we collaborated on. I mean, we didn't collaborate directly, but like it was like an all star. Like it was like you know an all star of all the uh, like oh, a okay. we are the world thing. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. That's funny. So. So what are the rules with releasing the songs? Like, I know, like, like I said, I think there's YouTube version that's like kind of a, a bootleg, but are you allowed to sell them on iTunes or a CD or are they even allowed to be on YouTube? Like, are they property of Sirius? I think uh, you would have to, I think if, if I would have to, if I sold them myself, I would have to, I guess, get permission from the artist and then pay them royalties and, so do you get do you get paid when they play it on Sirius though? No. Oh, you don't. No. You don't. So you're just basically doing that like uh, just for publicity then, or just for fun, or? Well, I get a, a monthly. Oh, you do. Okay, so you're actually an employee of the Stern Show. Yeah, a stimmy, a stimmy. A st- <laughs> Your favorite word, yeah. And you're not, but you're not considered a whack packer. What, 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 what do they call you? Like a auxiliary employee or what? I guess like in the same vein as Wolfie, a contributor. I guess. A contributor. Okay. Is it true that you were an extra on Eastbound and Down, the show? Know that. Huh? How do you know that? You said it somewhere. You must have. I saw something where you're talking about. Was that true? Yeah, but how do you know that? I I must have saw something you posted or some a video or something. I don't know. Tell me the story yeah. with that. That sounds amazing. I love that show. Um, it wasn't that amazing, but I mean, it was great because th- it was in a bowling scene. So all day while waiting to do our scenes, we just bowled for free. So, um, and then, uh, le- uh, what's his name? Don Johnson shows up and, you know, really? Of course, uh, Danny McBride was there, but, um, did you get to meet Danny McBride? I'm a huge fan of his. He's amazing. Not, not there, but I have another Danny McBride story, um, which isn't as interesting, but, uh, um, what's her name was it? Lily Tomlin, which is funny because my my cousin was the maid in incredibly shrinking woman. Okay. Lily Tomlin. Yeah. So, and I was in a scene with her, like. 20, 30, 40 years later. But, Interesting. Uh, 
so Danny McBride's story is I, I worked at a movie theater in uh, around Charleston, South Carolina, and and I would say a lot like a few famous people live there. Uh, Daryl Hall, Darius uh, Rucker came in every day, pretty wow. much. Wow. Like but Danny McBride came in once, and I was like, "Danny, big fan." Uh, I was in Eastbound, like I was an extra in Eastbound and Down. He's like. Oh really? Cool. And I was like, all right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell him this. You were you're from Stern. You didn't say use that <laughs> card. No, I don't know if he's a Stern fan or not. But. Do you use that card to, to to get get in connections to get into concerts or clubs or with celebrities at all? Do you say like, hey, I'm little Mikey from the Stern? I would use that all the time. <laughs> What's that? You got me on your show. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan, but so you, you didn't even mention it. I'm the one that like looked at your profile and it said little Mikey. And I was like, how do I know that name? And then I was like, wait, is this the guy that makes all the funny songs on Stern? I was like, that's freaking hilarious that he's a fan of me. That's crazy. I think that's really cool. Doesn't vanilla ice follow you on Twitter too? No, he does. Mark- I don't know. He might. I don't know. Yeah, he does. Look at your Twitter. Vanilla ice follows you. That's pretty cool. Under pressure. Um, yeah, I don't, does he? Yeah. No, I think I, you posted about it. I did. That's how I found I, it. Yeah, you said something like, look, Vanilla Ice follows me. And then I went and looked and I was like, holy shit, he does. When did I post that? Wait, I don't where know. did I post It was I on, think. it must have been on Instagram or Facebook or something. I don't know. I just was scrolling through and I saw that. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Vanilla Ice. And Mark McGrath, as you already mentioned, he follows you too. Yeah, because we're best friends. No, I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> David Spade, uh, like, he, him and I, like, you know, we do Instagram chatting. Like, really? I try not to bother him a lot, but, like, he's always, like, like, a couple times he's been like, I got an idea for a song. And, like, and I probably bother him too much. I, I try not to bother him at all, but, like. Whenever I say something to him, like he replies, and a lot of times he'll just do that voice thing on Instagram, like, like, like a voice text. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's really funny, <laughs> you know. Like he just, like he replies with that classic David Spade voice. So it's like, it's a big, you know, it's a big lift. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking amazing. I love David Spade. He's so <laughs> hilarious. He has, he's done so much from SNL to his movies, to his standup. His and stories are so funny. Like, what's that? His Instagram stories. Oh yeah. Incredible. His Instagram stories. And then the show he had, and then his interviews on Stern are amazing. Whenever he's on Stern, I'm like, oh, I make sure I listen to that episode. Cause he's a great storyteller. He is great. He's a great everything. That's amazing. So are you, what's that? I was going to say, I'm not sure if he's a great lover, but <laughs> you can write a song about that. So how, it seems like, uh, I saw something too, that, uh, that you're losing weight and you're getting pretty ripped. Are you still working uh, out? Well, yeah, I have to, because, uh, a couple of years ago, it was like, uh, I, like I woke up with a giant headache, like not a headache, but like right above my eye, like it just started hurting really bad. Then. Like I, like I lost vision in my eye. Like I could, like I couldn't even use it. Like I would look at something and it would look over there. Like oh, I shit. couldn't, like something happened where I couldn't make it focus. So I went to the hospital. They, they were like, your blood sugar is 500. 
I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> what do I do now? They're like, read your diabetic. So they gave me insulin. I had to shoot myself like every 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 night. And didn't they like, say that they wanted to amputate your toes? And that's when you said, okay, I'm gonna like Yeah. Yeah, they were uh they were telling me like you you're probably gonna have to get stuff chopped off because like that's how bad I was. And like one day I was like I was like, I gotta get rid of this and like I started walking and the more I walked, the better I felt. Hmm. Like, all the pain started going away. And like it started bringing the numbers down. Like like now like I'm a normal person, but uh like a year into it, they were like, Well, you guess you don't have to take insulin anymore. So I was like, All right. All right. And, well that's nice. So you've kind of cured it then, right? Uh and then I was also on these four other pills, like called metformin. Then they reduced it down to one pill a day. Then about uh, two months ago, they said no more metformin. So yeah, it's like, I got, like, I still have to, like, I can't eat whatever I want or anything, but I still have to exercise like an asshole, but you know. I still- <laughs> like an ass. What? So what do you do? Do you just walk still or are you actually hitting the gym and stuff? Oh, I don't do the gym. Like I was in the gym prior, like, probably like until February of last year, but then COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic hit. That was all three. Thank you for Um, clearing that up. Yeah. I was confused when you said COVID. I was like, wait, which one? And like, I just sort of, I started exercising at home and like, I just run around the house. Okay. Do you have to follow a certain diet? Can you not have booze anymore? Do you have to like no carbs or what do you? Um, I'm not supposed to, well, they, they make so many, uh, like seltzers and stuff now with alcohol and like, there's no sugar in them, no carbs, no. So like, I enjoy like, okay, you can do that. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I can still, like, I still eat pizza like once a week, once or twice a week, you know, like I think I ate pizza once or twice a week anyway before so. But like I can't eat like rice and pasta are my two biggest. Like if I eat those, I'm I'm messed up. Oh. Too, but like if I eat, if I eat potatoes, I'm, and I had potatoes tonight, so I'm probably messed up. But I, I'm just gonna have to work harder tomorrow. Okay. So yeah, so that's interesting. I find that interesting that because I don't know your backstory. Um, but now you're in school to learn about computers or Google security or something like that. So this is like that's gonna be your day job. Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm unemployed as of about a month ago. So, and I, I oh, really you're not working for the radio station anymore. No, unfortunately. So oh, okay. Like, so oh, that was a that was a fun that was a fun week. <laughs> you only worked there for no, you worked there longer than a week, didn't you? Oh, no, I worked there for about five years, but like they, the week where I became unemployed. Oh, them. well, do you, you get to collect unemployment at least, right? It's pending. So I have to hmm. figure out. So the good news is there's a uncle Joe. Stimmy. Stimmy coming, right? Yes. St. <laughs> Patrick's day. Well, that's Hooker. good. No, but that's good. I just think that's cool that you're, you're trying to, do something and you know there's some of the other people you know on stern that you know we talk we talk about that they are uh they're just unemployed what is it high pitch eric the one that's just eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all day doesn't have a job and like yeah so that's good you're trying to trying to do something 
yeah, I mean, I gotta get out of this, you know, like, I've been in the classes since, like, last October, so. Okay. I, have, I only have, like, two days left, and then I get my, I don't know what's gonna nice. happen. Like, I'm gonna get a certificate, then it might, you know, I might, it might open more doors, but, like, I might try to get the uh, CompTIA A-plus thing certification, but... Okay, you must be pretty smart to be able to do that shit because that shit I could not do that at all. You ever seen me try to open a camera on Zoom? Yeah, <laughs> we did have some issues earlier. But so, do you think the Stern connection will that help you with jobs like that, or could that hurt you? Um, I think I can keep it hidden because really, that's I'm I'm little I'm Michael Ruhan. So. Okay, all right, we'll keep that a secret then. Oh, so you have a song for me for my birthday? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, do you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear that. I might have to get the lyrics. Oh, okay, that's fine. When did you, do you write this today or did you have this like a long time ago? Well, I wrote it a couple days ago. Or, oh. No, I wrote it the day we set this up and then it was so long ago. Oh, yeah, like, sorry about that. Yeah, sure, I did set up a while ago. But, uh, all right. Wait, you can edit some of this out if I fuck up and then... Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of annoying, but I can do it. Hey, forget it. I'll just... I'll, I won't <laughs> just do it perfect, that. please. All right, I will. <laughs> he interviews the greatest musicians around. He's got the best podcast in town. He has great talent you can't deny. Find his podcast and hit subscribe. Happy birthday, Chuck Shoot. You're a real great guy. <laughs> yes. You're a real great guy. Thank you. Yes. I love it. That's amazing. I normally don't do live performances perfect. No, that was amazing. Yeah, I just didn't know if there was going to be a line about shooting on my brown mounds or uh, I didn't know what to expect, but that was great. Oh, oh now, are you adding this? Like tips and they are really hot. All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, this has been fun, my little Mikey. I've had a, this is like really, what's that? Thank you for letting me come on the yeah, it's Come amazing. On. It's really, it's so weird that you said you're a fan. Cause I'm like, I'm definitely a big fan of you. I think you're brilliant. And you like, got all you're like, no, stop that. I'm like, no, you really are like hilarious. Like I laugh so hard when I listen to those parodies, they, I, you're way funnier than weird Al for sure. <laughs> I don't oh, know if I ever God. laughed at him. I love weird Al. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I like him too, but I'm like, I don't laugh as hard when you do a parody. I laugh so cause it's so inappropriate but that makes it so funny. Right. You know, you have to. Yeah. And you don't know what to expect. You don't know the next line that's coming. And then you come up with this line and you're just like, and I'm just dying. What's that? Are you saying it's unpredictable? Yes. It's totally unpredictable. It's hilarious. Being, un I've been accused of being predictable. Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, I have a friend. No, oh. I'm kidding. It's like, I'm mad. Yeah, no, I think you, I, I love your stuff. I hope you keep going. So uh, yeah, I do, I do like to end each episode with a charity. You mentioned the North shore animal league. 
Yes, so, that's uh, Howard and Beth are involved with that. Oh, okay, perfect. I'll put that in the notes if people can throw a few bucks there and people can check out your, is your YouTube channel the best way to follow you? Twitter, maybe. But Twitter? YouTube, although, but like there's not a lot of this stuff on there. But. Okay, I'll throw your Twitter down in the in the notes so people, I think, I think you had like, yeah, like almost 12,000 followers on Twitter, so. Gosh. I'm just kidding. What's that? I said I do. But I was kidding. I yeah. know. I no, you do. You do. It's really awesome. And like I said, Mark McGrath and Vanilla Ice, all these uh, big wigs follow you. It's really cool. So, well, thank you for doing my little show. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll see you later, little Mikey. How do you hang up? Uh, I'll do it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Little Mikey from the Howard Stern Show. Make sure to get the Sirius app so you can listen to Stern Show and hear little Mikey's parodies. Follow him on Twitter to keep up with what he's doing. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on, I'm on all that stuff. Check out some of the other interviews that I've done, like the ones we referenced in this episode. Uh, Bill Leverty from Firehouse, Jody Porter from Fountains of Wayne. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. I have some really interesting guests lined up. I don't want to say too much, but it should be a lot of fun. So thank you to little Mikey for coming on my show. Thank you all for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, shoot for the moon.